People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. to another edition of the 20 by 20 ring crew i am your co-host joe and i am here with matt as always what's going on matt what's going on what's up and uh we're back for episode 60 believe it or not and uh as always we have wrestling on in the background as we highlight the episode and uh we are currently watching evolve 125 emanating from laboom in new york during the WrestleMania 35 weekend, and uh, it's been quite a show. Already better than WrestleMania. Yeah, shit, yeah, dude. Uh, Evolve is always a great time. If you ever have the chance to go, please definitely do that. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you can get tickets through brown paper tickets over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash brown paper tickets. That's all one word, folks. Um... Evolve, I can't I can't stress enough. Like, if you guys don't know, they are the the official breeder to the WWE now, and um, Sapolsky and company they definitely know what the hell they're doing, and you you will always be entertained, and it's always a super solid show. Uh, we actually just got done watching one of the Street Profits from NXT in a singles match. And although it was a quick match, it was still pretty fucking entertaining. He's wrestling another one now. Yeah. Now he's wrestling for the belt. I hate the fact that they are an official breeder of WWE, but I will say this. Uh, they have that old school Ring of Honor mentality where it's next guy up. So yeah, yeah. you're always going to be entertained, you know, whether you like the fact that they're a breeder or not. Um, you know, one of the one of the sad parts that, that has transpired over the past week was uh they got they got swerve, Shane Strickland officially signed with WWE, and uh, that's heartbreaking. It, that is definitely heartbreaking. That's an understatement, man. That's oh, I'm telling you. Uh, but you know what? That that uh, that's par for the course. You know they are the breeder, and uh, we're gonna see guys leave. It it is a fucking shame. Yeah. Uh, it's it's bittersweet because although he's leaving the the territory that is evolve. He's going to NXT, and I'm super excited. For those of you who don't know who Shane Strickland is, you're going to get to see him in NXT. Um, he Apparently, he walked in the same time as Kushida. And, again, another, book, book that match. another acquisition <laughs> that I'm so excited to see as an NXT member, you know? Yeah, don't even don't even fuck around. Book that match. Yeah, right you know? away, right. <laughs> it's I always like it when they go the, the, the to the performance center as if they need training. And I get it's a different wrestling world out there. You got to be trained in WWE sense, but just put them out there. Let them wrestle. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it, it's. I cannot stress enough how how great it is to go see an evolve show. I mean, you can get front row seats for forty bucks, if not cheaper than that. Can't beat that, man. And and you're gonna be entertained. You're gonna that's that's what we preach about wrestling is just fucking entertain us. 
and they do. And there's a lot of times where I don't know the names of these guys. I'm learning these names of some of these guys. But you know what? They fucking deliver. Oh, yeah, because they're, they're, well, they're trying to constantly uh, expose you to new talent. You know? Yeah, it's definitely a, a revolving door of, of new guys coming in. And, you know, definitely some, some guys you've seen before, but it's, you know... It's it's a great uh, it's a great way to be introduced to, to, to go to a live show <laughs> to go to a live show and and, and uh, to go for cheap too. So I mean, who doesn't want to see good wrestling for cheap? Exactly. Oh man! Instead of paying a shit ton of money for mediocre garbage for seven hours. <laughs> uh, by the way, I know you guys. Know what we're talking about, and I'm sure you guys listened to episode 59 already. Our WrestleMania 35 recap show, yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. And uh, special shout out again to Mel for doing the show for us. Thanks, uh, Mel. That was definitely cool. Uh, it's always nice to get a different perspective. It is. It is. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I haven't done an, enough nipple research. No, no. But, but uh, we'll get on that though. No, I mean I started. It's been yeah. really interesting. It's yeah. been really, really interesting. Oh, you know, the the way that you know a, a new face could just open your eyes on <laughs> something like nipples. I was just impressed with the way you know let's face facts here. She's she's she does appreciate wrestling, but she's not a wrestling fan no. the way that we are. Right. But the way that she is able to pick things up, you know what I respect somebody that doesn't doesn't accept bullshit. <laughs> and it's like to all, to all the listeners out there that are WWE marks, learn from Mel, as well as ourselves. <laughs> don't buy into the bullshit that yeah, WWE gives you. Don't don't accept things at face value, especially when it comes to the WWE. I mean, to me, I, I was just like, where have you been? Where, <laughs> I mean, just teach these guys. I mean, come on. But, uh, but yeah, it was a really fun episode. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to get through that episode because man Wrestlemania I still can't get the taste out of my mouth it's a, it was extremely long and and for and not for a good reason either no. I, I could see if there was something worthwhile there but there wasn't yeah yeah very very few good aspects of it and uh, I'm just glad that it's coming on we can move <laughs> we can move on <laughs> we can move on and that's what we're gonna do today by the way I, it goes without I, I, I don't, I don't want to do this and we don't do, we don't get to do this all the time, but to me, I always like when we hit the, these these anniversary spots. You know, sixty is yeah. this is episode sixty, man. So I've been doing this for for quite a while now, and the last the last like the first part of this year has been pretty rough for me personally, and I cannot stress enough how much I love doing this podcast and what what it means to me to do this. So, um, for everyone out there that's been following the show. Throughout the entire ten year, thank you so much. Sixty episodes of really yeah, big fucking you. deal. Thank you very much. So I just want to get that out there because it kind of was just nonchalantly thrown out there. It is number sixty, <laughs> you know. I mean, not that we're gonna fucking throw a party or anything, but it's a big fucking deal. Six, it it is, man. And, and you know, I, I I know what you've been going through, and you know, I've had I've had my fair share of shit, and uh, that's fine. I'm cool with it, and uh, we, you know, again, we're moving on, and um, this is this is like my sanity. This has become my sanity, you know. Absolutely, you know. This is what I look forward to. You know, I, we both got nine fives or, or equivalents to that, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, which is great and all, but like this is right here. This is 
this is like home away from home. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, it, it comes with, there's a lot of work involved with it. It comes with the territory of doing any project, but you don't think of it as work. You know? No, you not just, at all. It's, just, it's too all. fun to do it, and you talk about something that you love, and yeah, man, it's it's, it's been great. Unless we're watching Jeff Jarrett. That's Unless we're watching Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, that's yeah. work. So before we start talking about our first topic here, I, I want to bring something up. For those uh, who are familiar with the Pro Wrestling Crate box, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees has their own subscription service where you can get uh, T-shirts and, and other uh, wrestling merchandise uh, every single month. Um, all you got to do is visit the website and find out all about it. That's uh, pretty cool. Subscription boxes, it, it's all random. It's all, I mean, it's it has a theme and everything like that. But it, you don't know what you get until you open the box. So, as I mentioned there, there's a theme. So the theme this month was Gone But Not Forgotten. Okay. I mean, what does that sound like to you? Um, wrestlers that have passed on. And you know what? You're, you're correct. Okay. So, <clears throat> I'm not going to do this for every single box, but this, one's, this one really blew my mind. <laughs> so... <laughs> You get two t-shirts. One was Dusty Rose. I'm currently wearing it right now. It's a pretty cool t-shirt. Uh, the other one was for the British Bulldog. Both are have passed away. You have other merchandise for Vader, for Macho Man. Um, I'm drawing Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow DVD. Right. Again, all guys who have passed away. Now, every single month, you also get a print. And... It's a signed print with with the, with the you know COA on it and everything. It's cool, and they've done deceased guys before. They've had you know stuff in their archives that has been signed by them before. I've I have two that are done by Hulk uh, from uh, from Road Warriors. Something okay. It's going to be somebody that that's passed away. All right, I go open up the envelope, pull out the print, and you want to know who I get? <laughs> please please tell them. I I got Adam Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole apparently is gone, but not forgotten. Oh man, Adam Cole, they're they're, they're putting the voodoo shit yeah, on you. Yeah, Adam Be Cole, careful out there. You might want to watch your back, man. I, I I'm I'm saying it because I love you, man. Yeah. I love your work. <laughs> like I'm scared for his life. Oh my god. But you know what? I'm I'm pretty good at segues, so <laughs> maybe it segues into our our first topic here because we're gonna talk about a company to where you go to kill your career. <laughs> we're talking about the WWE. That's that's where you go. That's where wrestlers go to die, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, we're not at least their careers anyway. Yeah, we're not talking Adam, Adam Cole anymore. I just thought that was just weird. It, it just, is very bizarre. It made no sense. Like it, you're sitting there telling me, like, yeah, I got. They're gone but not forgotten crate and I'm like, alright, cool and then they're like, But Adam Cole's pictures in there. Like that's just my and morbid. It, it wasn't like it wasn't a mix up because you get a card that lists all the all the, all, all the items yeah. and Adam Cole is on there. So everybody that got that box should have gotten Adam Cole. <laughs> and it just makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Oh, man. Um by the way, next month for those who are interested, all elite wrestling is the uh the theme to uh to celebrate the the first show of the t-shirt company that ought to be pretty badass yeah man i'm excited about it because they make some badass t-shirts uh the shirts the, the show is finally happening 
I'm, I cannot wait for it to happen for two reasons. One, because it's going to be a phenomenal show. And two, so everybody can shut the fuck up. It is finally here. <laughs> you, you know, God forbid you announce a show and, you know, you got to wait for the show to happen. Until then, they haven't proven anything. I fucking know. But let them, <laughs> let, let the day come. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, we're going to talk some WWE here uh, because they're... They're, they've made some changes in their roster. I'm, we're, we're doing main roster only here. Uh, they did a draft, and that's what that's what we like to call it here. Thank you. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I fuck with you a little bit, but it, it is a draft. It's, it, a draft. It, it's a draft. They they call it a, a superstar shakeup, but you you're you're picking from a pool of talent to go from one show to another. That's a draft. It's a draft. It's a draft. Let's just go down the line, I guess. For we'll start. We'll start with Raw. Yeah, let's do it. Start it, with Raw. It went from it went you know night to night, so Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I'm just gonna list list some of the wrestlers. I'm going to skip one on purpose, and then we can go ahead and talk about each one afterwards. Okay. Uh, so new to Raw, The Miz, uh, Andrade, Ricochet, Aleister Black, Rey Mysterio, both members of the Usos because they did mention that tag teams were going to be split up. The Usos were not split up. Uh, Naomi. Zelina Vega, Eric Young, EC3, Cedric Alexander, Lars Sullivan, Lacey, uh, Lacey Evans, and here's a big one, AJ Styles, move from SmackDown to Raw. Okay. <clears throat> now, I skipped, a, I skipped a tag team on purpose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, we were getting ready to... I was getting everything situated to, re- to record with you last week. Okay. Our, uh, our, our, our episode... WrestleMania episode, mm-hmm. and I was getting mal situated, and I threw Raw on as I was getting ready to get you to come here and everything like that. And this tag team came out, and it looked very familiar to me. And I was like, "Oh man, they got called up. That's not good." And that tag team I'm that tag team I'm referring to is uh, War Raiders, who are the as my as my understanding, they're still the current. NXT Tag Team Champions. They not only did they get called up. By the way, their names on there were Hanson and Rowe. Right. A little bit of backstory on them: they they were a tag team in the Indies, Ring of Honor mainly, called War Machine, Hanson and Raymond Rowe or Ray Rowe, whatever. So they're pretty much the same thing. They're War Raiders here instead of War Machine, which it's whatever. So they get called up, and the first thing I see on the fucking screen. Is their tag team name? It's not War Machine. It's not War Raiders. It is the Viking Experience. So I found something out about this change, and and if you haven't heard what happened, I'm about to tell you, and you're not gonna like it. Okay. So, I already don't like this though. So. <laughs> So Matt here tells me that they, you know, I had I had come after the fact. I had come over after the fact. But he, he tells me that they are no longer the War Raiders. They are now the Viking Experience, Ivar and Eric. And, you know, we're having a chuckle and we're laughing about it because it's fucking stupid. It, it really is at the, at the, you know, bottom line of it all. So uh, a few days after we had found out, I believe Cage Side Seats reported what actually happened. Okay. So before, literally before they got on the TV on Raw that night, Vince McMahon 
decided he did not like the name War Raiders and he wanted them to change their name. And so he gave them literally less than an hour or so to figure out a brand new name. So it was their responsibility to do that. But if I'm not mistaken, whatever name they came up with, he didn't like. So, one way or another, he's responsible for them being called the Viking Experience. Oh, that, that to me, that's not news. No. I saw that. But, you know, there was no good reasoning behind it. No. None whatsoever. So, whatever merch they have out is is now has to be renewed as the Viking Experience and, and so forth and so on, but... It's just one of those things, like, you hear about it and you're like, what the fuck? Like, what? what is the big deal? <laughs> just leave it alone. You already changed your name coming yeah. into NXT. Just leave it alone. It's... <sighs> you know, like, I, I, I already have a problem, and I don't want to jump away from this too much. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, by the way, they're no longer the Viking experience. There, um, there was quite a bit of backlash with that name, so they're now the Viking Raiders. So there's another name change again. Uh, I mean, in a span of like two weeks, they've had three different names. Yeah. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Ivar and Eric, or Ivar and Eric, whatever the fuck you want, however you pronounce that. Uh, I mean, there, it, it, is, it makes, it, it's silly. It, the whole thing is this one big giant silly situation here. I mean, it's bad enough that Vince McMahon has a problem with, with like full names. You know, I mean, Andrade. Mm-hmm. Why Why do we have to drop his last name? Why is Mustafa Ali just now Ali? Ali, yeah. You know, why, why are we doing that? Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And he does that shit. He'll just, he'll get in his little mood and be like, I don't like this, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna change it. And it, it just, it, you, you get situations like this, where even your WWE marks are like, that's kind of dumb, Vince. Like, something or something else. <laughs> All right, pal. Well, they're Raiders again, but they're still Vikings. Goddammit! <laughs> my God, <laughs> terrible. The whole thing is terrible because they should not have been called up. They 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 had a phenomenal fucking match, and NXT Takeover New York against Aleister Black and Ricochet. Which, by the way, that was Aleister Black and Ricochet's swan song. It was built to be that, and then you know it was almost also too like a passing of the torch. To, to War Raiders, who are the champions going in the match and, and leaving the match as champions as well, but now they're the tag team to beat in NXT, and now they're no, no longer the tag team to beat in NXT because you call them up. They're, they're going to drop those titles eventually, sooner than later now. It, it just... All you've done was kill NXT's tag team division. Yeah. You know, congratulations on doing that. What, what, a, what a great fucking start. Um... <laughs> Let's get, I mean, go through the list. The Miz going to SmackDown, or going from SmackDown to Raw. I don't give a fuck. I don't, no, give, a I don't, I don't give a shit about it's, him. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be boring ass shit. Um, Andrade, there's nothing to talk about because for some reason they, they just moved him back to SmackDown. Yeah. Same thing with Zelina Vega. They're back to SmackDown. They're, yeah, they're both back at SmackDown. So there's an irrelevant move there. Uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black are permanent on, on Raw. Um, so they're, they're not going to be jumping around show to show anymore. I don't see those guys being tag team very much longer. I see them getting split up uh, sooner than later. I would I would assume, yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio from SmackDown to Raw. I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter with Rey Mysterio. 
I mean, no. <laughs> I like the move a little bit better because this is Raw with no Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you might get to see him fight for the title at some point. You know, realistically, uh, especially with Seth Rollins as champion, and they can put on a good match. You know, so but. At this point, Rey Mysterio is not somebody that I'm super excited about in any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the Usos. I don't like them moving from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, I think SmackDown was a good fit for them. They were definitely over there. Something about Raw where I feel they're going to get lost in the shuffle again. Yeah, Vince isn't a fan of tag teams. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they'll get time, but. I don't think it's going to be anything like SmackDown. Yeah. There were some SmackDown matches where they definitely got close to 10 minutes on a two-hour show. It's pretty impressive. Um, you know, Naomi, she's going to the Raw brand. Uh, that, I mean, I'm sure there's also personal reasons why she did that, too. She's obviously married to one of the Usos, I remember, who I like to say this would give her career a new spark. Uh, she's a solid wrestler, a female wrestler. But... Uh, I don't know if it's going to do anything because the, the women's division right now is kind of up in the air with the, what they want to do with uh, with those titles. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, no, just the disappointing one was uh, Eric Young uh, getting separated from Sanity. And, and here's the thing. It's not that I'm upset about Sanity no longer, well, probably no longer being a thing. Yeah, they've they've been officially disbanded. Disbanded. There, there's no, there is no more Sanity. There is no more Sanity. I mean, such a cool faction in NXT and they get called up and they didn't do anything. No. And, and you want to know what Eric Young's going to be? You can catch Eric Young every Thursday on main events on Hulu. Or, or, you know, at this point, let's face it, uh, we might even see him on 205 Live. So there you go. Eric Young is, uh, he's, um, he's not going to do anything. Anymore. I mean, that was a cool faction, and, and it worked. It, it had some great talent on there. Uh, Eric Young's a seasoned veteran, too, whether you like him or not. And, yeah, it's not really a fan of that move at all. Um, EC3 has been moved uh, permanently to Raw. He hasn't done anything. Do you, do you see them using him now that it's post-WrestleMania? Or? If, you, if you think about it, all... A majority, if not all, of the those um, NXT call-ups that they announced a, a while ago, right? We're n- we're just now seeing this come to fruition uh, with EC3 and Lars Sullivan as of late and Lacey Evans. So you have them coming over and and now being <laughs> being a part of the uh, the main roster and. I, I, I really don't understand why it they decided to wait so long. Yeah. Like, and and to be honest with you, they they also dropped the ball with promotion in between. Right. If you think about it, you have the time where they were officially announced um, as part of that video package, and then they're just now. This is months later. Just now, they're getting their start on the main roster, and there was nothing in between. Nothing. So, all that potential for um, promotion of these these wrestlers to come, whether it be like little backstage interviews or what have you, the the company has completely dropped the ball. 
EC3, I'm, I've never been a big EC3 guy. Neither have I. And the stuff he did in NXT was decent, but I, for me, he wasn't he wasn't the, uh, a strong member of the roster. No, I agree. Um, do do I think he'll fare better on the main roster? Maybe because he seems like the type that would adapt to that watered down style. So I do have hopes for EC3. Yeah, um, mainly because there's nothing special about him. The, right, there's nothing special about him. He's got the physique. So you, you know Vince loves his physiques. So right. we could see we could see EC3 possibly become like a intercontinental champ or something of that nature. Yeah, EC3 is a guy. I mean, I know he became big in, in Impact Wrestling. I never saw anything special with him. He he's, he plays a good character. He plays a good role, but in, uh, inside the twenty by twenty ring, he just he doesn't really do a whole lot. Um, pretty generic wrestler, all in all. But uh, I, I I do feel I, I do agree with with, with what you said. Um, EC three is the guy. He's he's got the mold. He's got the the, the pack at least the the mold of what a total package would be uh, as far as a WWE product is concerned. Um, and and I, yeah, I agree. Uh, EC three will probably be probably have a bright future because his his mic work is good, um, but his wrestling ability is pretty subpar. But again, we're talking about WWE; it doesn't have to be good. So <laughs> there you go. EC three is probably the most beneficial guy we've seen on here so far. Like I could see him being part of the Money in the Bank. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying he would win the Money in the Bank, but I could see them putting him in there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cedric Alexander, he gets called up from 205 Live. Uh, I, I do like the fact that they are calling guys out from 205 Live. Yeah, those so, guys deserve... So they're not stuck in being a cruise Yeah, rider. those guys deserve some, some limelight here. Jesus. He's now officially on Raw. He's no longer a 205 Live member. Um, former Cruiserweight champion. One of my favorite wrestlers on the roster right now. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're, I think they're trying to close off 205 Live. Get rid of it all together. Get rid of it all together. So I would I would assume we're going to see either more call-ups or more people shoved over to NXT right. at some point. Or more releases. Or more releases, right. I think we're getting to that part of the year where they start uh, they might release some few people. I mean, I could see a bunch of people like, hey, go work for Evolve. Yeah. You know, for a while until we figure out what to do with you or we'll release you. That sort of a thing. Yeah. Um... I really like Cedric Alexander's work. Uh, I, I only have hope because sometimes I'm unrealistic. You know, I want to I want to believe I want to say that they would do the right thing. And and you know, a guy like Seth Rollins, a champion, we could see a Rollins versus Alexander match someday, whether it's for the championship or not. You know, give him those type of moments. But I don't know with Cedric Alexander because. He's not uh, he's not great on the mic. His in-ring work is obviously phenomenal, but it's 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 really sketchy with a guy like him. And uh, I like this. I like to wish him the best, but um, I don't know at this point. Okay. Uh, next guy. I don't. You know, we're gonna skip one guy, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about him later. Sure. Uh, we'll go to the last uh, female to be moved to Raw during the draft, and that is Lacey Evans. She's another one of those NXT call-ups that you mentioned that were part of a video package for months. She's now officially a member of Raw. Hopefully she has her first match on Raw at some point because all she does right now is just come out and pose. 
Yeah, I, that's I, it. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that. Like, and here's here's what bugs me about it is so you have Lacey Evans come out. Yeah. All she does is she'll stroll out, she kind of strikes a pose, and then she goes to the back, right? right. Um, you know, I think there was maybe what, maybe two spots to where she actually got into an altercation with someone so far over like months of right. Of yeah. Pizza. I mean, she did hit Becky Lynch. So, no. Hopefully, they do something with her. Right. But my gripe with this whole situation is. You can't tell me you don't have the means or or some sort of necessity that needs to be addressed with um, the mismanagement of your talent. Yeah, because clearly, if you give if you give that amount of time to Lacey Evans to do just that, <laughs> then you can give time to a Lars Sullivan or or someone else for some little backstage segment some little promo something that actually has storyline meaning yeah something that contributes to the forward <laughs> forward motion of a storyline oh it's such a ludicrous statement you know you know like because let's face it logically speaking Lacey Evans whatever she's doing it's not there's there's no moving forward in that yeah, what what she's done walking out there—that's as far as you go. That's as far as you go. We you establish you think your shit doesn't stink. Okay, now what? Yeah, where, where do we go from next? there? Right. So uh, I I don't know. I don't know what to think of all this. I, I'm not saying uh, she's a bad talent. I'm saying she just mismanaged. I I'm saying she's pretty mediocre talent. Um, I've seen her work in NXT. Nothing impressive. Okay. Um, yeah, it's whatever. I I don't expect a whole lot from Lacey Evans. She probably will be a champion someday, but uh, I you know, hopefully by then she's she's better at what she does. Uh, last guy, last last uh, talent to be moved, AJ Styles, Mr. Jones. Um, Mr. AJ Styles moved from SmackDown to Raw. The you know he was the face that ran the place and on SmackDown. Is this a good move? It was a time for a change for AJ Styles. AJ's one of those talents. Who he gets it. He knows what he's doing. No matter wh- what company he works for, I'm not worried about AJ Styles. AJ Styles is going to make an impact on Raw. If they had any sense in in uh, in anything, they would they would allow him a few at least a few months with um, with his former Bullet Club brethren. Yeah, over on Raw, especially if they're officially not resigning. You know. Make use of the talent while you have it, right? And and uh, you know, hopefully get some ratings and stuff out of it. I have my gripe with AJ Styles going to SmackDown, but I can't really talk. Or excuse me, going going from coming from SmackDown to Raw, but I can't really talk about it yet uh, until I talk about the next. All right, the next thing. But uh, you know, for me, real quick though, he's just an adaptive talent. I I think this this could be this could be beneficial. because there's a long, there's a longer list of guys on Raw brand that I would love to see AJ Styles go at it. For one, for starters, first guy I love to see him go at it with is Drew Mac- Drew McIntyre. Yes, um, I think those two guys can have a series of matches. Uh, and I know Drew McIntyre is involved with Roman Reigns, or maybe he's not post WrestleMania anymore. I don't know. Um, but uh, actually, I know I know he's not anymore, and I, we'll explain why in a second. But um, 
AJ Styles and and a guy like Drew McIntyre, they those guys can tear the house down. Uh, I like to see another. I like to see AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. I mean, to me, those guys again can do the same thing. So there's a Cedric Alexander is another guy. If you're gonna treat him like a heavyweight, give him a guy like AJ Styles. Let him let him go. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean. So I mean, like there's. There's a list of guys that are here that, you know, I would love to see AJ go against Ricochet, Alistair Black. Oh, man. You know, so, I, I mean, yeah, I think it was a good move. You know, it, it is going to be different. He's been on SmackDown since the, the brand split happened. But uh, it's cool to see what they're going to do with him on the new brand. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they, they, they do things right, um, which they probably won't. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the following day was SmackDown. So these are all people coming from Raw uh, to SmackDown or other brands like NXT or 205 Live, but mainly Raw. Uh, I'll just go in order again. Uh, we got Finn Balor, Ember Moon, Bailey, Kyrie Sane, Lars Sullivan. Uh, did I say that twice? I think I did. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Elias, Roman Reigns. And then announced later on WWE.com, you got Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, Mickey James, and both members of Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker. Um, Lars Sullivan, let's, let's go with him real quick. Uh, sure. <clears throat> I don't even know if they know what the fuck they're doing with him. They, they draft him on the Raw, and then they put him on SmackDown next night. I'm assuming that's his final resting place right now, is, is SmackDown. I don't know that he fits... On SmackDown, I, I think he might have been better on Raw, but I think I think the only reason he got moved to SmackDown was because let's face it, we're uh, we as in the Raw, um, the Raw viewership, you're tired of big guys. Well, not only that, but you know you probably you're probably gonna want to keep the the inevitable cliche storyline away from each other for a while in Lars versus Braun. That um, too. Because Braun's on Raw. You know, I, I would, I would, if you, if that's something you don't want and you can avoid it, I would, I would have moved Lars to SmackDown personally. Okay. But, to me, Lars doesn't fit anywhere because Lars is like, is like a Braun Strowman. He's, he's too green. He needs work. He does need work. Um, not only that, but he needs to shut his fucking mouth online. I mean, he, <laughs> that, yeah, that too. I I don't want. I'm not gonna go into detail what he said, because um, I don't want to. I don't want to spark that. But he's uh he, he's out there. He's an out there guy. <laughs> um, I don't know. To me, there's nothing special about Lars. I've seen his work. He's okay at best. You know, he's a typical big man. Nothing. Nothing great coming from him. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh. So the, I talked about AJ Styles. I have a problem with this with with the first one, Finn Balor. Uh, well, first he gets drafted to SmackDown, and he gets drafted with the Intercontinental Title, so that is one less title for Raw. Yeah. Um. What exactly is your your problem with Finn being moved to SmackDown? He seems like a SmackDown style wrestler. I I agree. Um, my problem with that is. You and I are on the cusp of, Finn, of of wanting to be Finn Balor fans. Yeah, but yeah. there's something about him that just can't do it. He's not fully there, and I know a lot of people disagree with that, and I and I respect that. But there's something about Finn Balor's in ring work that seems to be lacking, and he needs 
He needs a rivalry, not just a match. A rivalry with somebody that can transform him into a brand new person. And we've seen that before in wrestling. Absolutely we have. To me, the guy that can do that works within that company. And he got moved to Raw. To Raw. You know what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about any kind of Bullet Club affiliation here. That's not what I'm referring to at all with this. But AJ Styles would have been that guy that would have pushed Finn Balor to his limits. And we've hinted towards that. They've hinted towards that in the past with doing some kind of angle with AJ and Finn. And it never, something had happened. I know there was one time where Finn got hurt right before he won the Universal Championship. Um, it never happened. And here was an opportunity. You were going to move one of the guys, but instead you moved both of them. <laughs> and so yet again, they're on, they're on the opposite roster. I agree Finn Balor works on SmackDown. Okay. That's definitely a more of his style. He can be, you know, it, it's definitely let's 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 call it what it is. You know, you sports entertainment is WWE. Raw is more entertainment. SmackDown is more sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not not to say that everybody on Raw is is terrible because we just listed you know a handful of guys that are phenomenal. Uh, no pun intended. But it, it just it's disappointing because. Here I was thinking, okay, you know, when when AJ was first initially drafted to Raw, that was the first guy. I was like, instead of Drew, it wasn't Drew McIntyre because at the time Finn Balor was on SmackDown or excuse me, it was on Raw, and I was like, that's the guy. Give give him Finn, and and then see see where they can go, see what they can do, and I guarantee you, knowing the type of, of wrestler that AJ Styles is, and and the type of, of of really learner that Finn Balor can be, this is going to transform Finn Balor to that next level for me. And it's not gonna happen, and so that's that's my gripe. I just I'm disappointed in that. I, I wish I wish they would have kept them on the, or put them on the same show instead of doing a complete flop like that. Uh, I'm also not a fan of drafting the championship because the spoiler alert it doesn't get even out. Raw has one less championship, and um, I'm I like balance. I, yeah. like, I like the balance. So. Um, Maybe yeah. they, maybe they figure now that Seth Rollins is a fighting champion. That's uh, that's all you need, right? That's all you need. <laughs> before before you never had that title. Now that's all you have. That's is that all title. you have. Yeah. Uh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon going to SmackDown. To me, I, I think she needs uh, she needs a new angle, and I think this this might help her get that. Yeah. Um, for anybody who's not an Ember Moon fan. Uh, you need to go back and watch her on NXT. Yeah. Um, 20x20 slash podcast slash WWE Network. That's all one word. And uh, go back and just watch episode after episode, takeover after takeover with, with Ember Moon, and you'll see what she's more than capable of. Um, so I, I welcome. I welcome the draft move to have her on SmackDown. I think you're right. I think this is a, a, a possible uh, avenue to to get her into something different and, and actually push her. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, she was being lost in the shuffle on Raw. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Uh, next up, you got Bailey. This was an interesting one because this is one of those tag teams that get separated. Uh, you know what? So during our WrestleMania episode, we talked a little bit about um, Sasha Banks and her antics with... Um, you know, just pulling some bullshit about wanting to leave the company and, right. and so forth and so on. 
uh, it has come out since then that one of the reasons she is so upset with the company uh, is because they informed her that she, her and Bailey would be separated. And, uh, you know, for what it's worth, uh, that friendship means a lot to her and she didn't want to be separated from her. And, uh, you know, kudos to her for that, but it, that's... So this wasn't a punishment then? This was, according to what you read, this is this was something that was going to happen before? Yes. Okay, because I thought it was a punishment. I thought this was um, something that happened because of that situation. No, she, she learned about it... Um, they had this uh, in the works for quite some time, apparently, and she just wasn't happy about it. So being being that she wasn't happy about that, and she's also not happy with the company, it just made for a, a horrible WrestleMania weekend for her. So that's putting it lightly. Um, <laughs> as far as Bailey is concerned, again, I, I say the same thing that I said about Ember Moon. I, I like... I. I look forward to the the change, you know, the the change of pace for for her, uh, and and hopefully find her way back in the shuffle of things. Because let's face facts, uh, with the exception of of the short run she had as women's tag team champion, um, she wasn't doing anything. She wasn't doing anything relevant. Right. And it's it was time. It was time for her to move on. Uh, another female wrestler here, Kyrie Sane, gets moved from NXT. I'm not happy about it. No, <laughs> uh, but but it happened. It happened, and uh, again, and it's it, it for me. It just goes back to a lot of mismanagement. You know, I understand you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of sponsors, and you have sponsorships to to showcase as a part of your your programming and whatnot. Right, but you you. You guys, as a company, have to get better at at putting fucking sports entertainment more back into your fucking show. Right. You clearly have all this this roster talent. You mean to tell me instead of fucking uh, cutting to a, another commercial break that you can't do like you used to do, and during a match, just in a small window, either show the commercial or show whatever product you're trying to hawk to us? Like, you accomplished the same shit. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I always use the example of, of NASCAR. I, I don't know how many people watch NASCAR out there, but, you know, NASCAR is a sport that doesn't have timeouts. You know, I get there's cautions and shit like that, but, you know, you don't just so many, you know, say, hey, timeout, let's stop the race. The race is going on over and over and over again throughout the, throughout the entire tenure of the race. So what... They do is that they what you said they'll play the commercial, and then they'll play part of the race. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, you accomplish the same thing. You know, instead of stopping the race per se and saying, "Okay, now we gotta, now we gotta restart and all that stuff," so you have a, either a prolonged time or you have a shortened race. You know, because people can't see it. People can't right. don't see what's going on. So, um, as far as Carrie Shane goes. I'm selling a broken record here, but Asian wrestler coming to the main roster. Um, probably not going to win a whole lot. No, probably not. So I'll just leave it at that because I'm, I'm kind of done talking about that type of stuff. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it just to be a bad guy here. I'm saying it because it's unfortunately too true. Uh, another 205 Live 
call-up. It's Buddy Murphy, the most recent former Cruiserweight champion. Um, what do you think about Buddy Murphy? I like Buddy Murphy. I do, too. I like him. I, I think he's uh, really athletic. Um, and I think, again, I think they're really trying to push to get rid of 205 Live completely or revamp it to the point where it's not just Cruiserweight. It's one or the other. But either way, I, I think you're just going to see this is the beginning. Yeah. A lot of 205 Live guys either being moved to Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or released. Mm. Um, luckily for us, we get Buddy Murphy and Buddy Murphy on SmackDown at that. So right, that that excites me. There's definitely less, I guess, less the star power on SmackDown in the sense of the big names that they keep rolling with over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, number seven pick was Elias. Uh, Again, here's a guy, you know, it's it obviously he's more of a Mike guy for whatever reason because I, I, I'm pretty sure he can fucking wrestle. Yeah, I, I enjoy his work. So I don't know why he doesn't have more matches. It's not like he can't work in both, you know, like what the hell. Right. So uh, hopefully there's more room on him for SmackDown to be less Mikey and more more physical. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the last one that was done on TV is the one that's kind of worries me a little bit on how SmackDown is going to be from the, from from the for the foreseeable future, and that's Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns gets moved from Raw to SmackDown. I, I get it, he's a feel good story right now. I'm not going to go into all that other shit. He's a feel good story and all that stuff. But let's face facts here. Let's let's call it what it is. People are going to tend to forget about the feel good story. Uh, and the, probably in the near, fu- near future. So what does that mean for a guy like Roman Reigns? I mean, because it's going to be another situation, potentially force-fed champion. I And you know what? I think that's what this is. I think this is like, hey, we're shipping AJ to Raw. We need someone of AJ's caliber. So you're going to have to give us Roman Reigns. And I think that's all it was. And uh, Not good. Force-fed champion? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I don't see them doing anything with Finn Balor. No. Uh, other than his IC runs. Right. Um, unfortunately, they might push Lars Sullivan to that point, but I don't see them doing anything with Elias or Apollo Crews or Chad Gable. So, yeah, you're you're pretty much looking at a future champ on SmackDown in Roman Reigns. All right, so... I mean, for me, again, Roman Reigns, I, I like the guy, I do. Again, feel good story and all that stuff, but we're going to get that same regurgitated shit before very soon on a, on a new a new show, and it doesn't say a whole lot about that title when, when it does happen. Um, I can see him being the guy that knocks off Kofi sooner than later if they, yeah. do, if they do go that route. I mean, it's just... It's got a recipe for just being redundant, and I'm just I'm not about that. But uh, at any rate, Roman Reigns is coming to coming to SmackDown. Uh, the SmackDown always gets mistreated. They got less time, so there's moves from from SmackDown to SmackDown and also WWE.com. Uh, Liv Morgan leaves the Riot Squad to come to SmackDown. Um, I don't know. To me, Liv Morgan's not very good on her own. And hopefully this will be the breeding ground for her to become better. 
Yeah, let's no, hope. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the, what the future of the Riot Squad is. It sounds like they're probably going to break up soon. Um, Chad Gable leaves to SmackDown. Uh, he's no longer going to be teaming up with Bobby Roos. Remains on Raw. Chad Gable coming to, to SmackDown. Uh, he's another guy I just... I like... Obviously, he's a great wrestler. But I just don't see him being successful in the WWE on his own. No. No, because he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's an right. actual wrestler, and that's why. They don't, like, he's he's just going to become another member of the roster. You know, he, he, won't, he won't do anything special unless they put him with, uh, you know, as part of a tag team. And even then, you know, we just look what we got to see with him and Rude. They only yeah. went so far. Right. You know? Right. I mean, he was... He didn't. He doesn't have any character. He literally just mocked Bobby Roode <laughs> the entire time. Uh, Apollo Cruz got moved to SmackDown. He's another guy that is a great wrestler. Not a whole lot to offer as far as um, mic skills or anything of that nature. But um, I do have feel more of a future for him uh, in the WWE. Hopefully, at the very least, in an IC title run. Um, that would be great. I just don't. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna give it to him or not. I, I could see him, you know, vying for the title, right? But I don't see him getting the title. Uh, last female to get moved is Mickey James. Nothing to really talk about here. Mickey James is supplemental talent at best at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she got moved. Uh, next up, last one is a tag team: Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker. Uh, they get, they were were they part of the the, the call ups vignettes? Yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, they were. And uh, here they are now. They are officially members of SmackDown. Um, good move. Bad move. Good move for them. Yeah. Uh, you know they'll they'll get a, a decent opportunity I think on SmackDown. Uh, just but bad move overall. Like they should have never. They should have never been uh, moved up at all. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think they they would have been better in NXT. I mean, God forbid you have a fucking tag team in NXT. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Um, but that's your superstar shakeup, aka the, the draft. Uh, but um, there's, there's there's not a lot to be excited about, you know. Again, AJ Styles, I, I praised it, but I also have a problem with it because again, I, I think. He could have been a guy that, that transformed Finn Balor. Uh, Roman Reigns is definitely uh, a guy that I'm going to worry about being on, on the SmackDown brand. I'd hate to see him take that title and, and hold it hostage in the sense of him never losing because he doesn't lose a whole lot of big matches. Um, it's just, I, I, like, I like SmackDown better than Raw usually because it's more of a wrestler show. Um, and with Roman Reigns coming, I, I think it loses its touch a little bit. There's, there's a couple last uh, moves that uh, we need to address. Um, so, obviously, we talked about the disband, uh, disbanded sanity. Eric Young is now on Raw. Uh, Alexander Wolf moved to the NXT UK brand. Okay. So, that's, that'll be interesting to see because, uh, let's face it, they actually wrestle on NXT and NXT UK. So, right. that ought to be pretty interesting. Uh, Cesaro and Samoa Joe also got moved to Raw, so they're they're both yeah they're both on Raw, um, and Samoa Joe took the United States title with him. So um, oh, so that's how that gets written off. That's how that gets written off. 
Uh, and then there's one other one we didn't cover. Well, we covered, but partially. So after Alistair Black and Ricochet made the move, Ricochet made the move to Raw, Alistair Black was then traded back to SmackDown. So they are already split up. So Alistair Black is on SmackDown. Yes. Okay. All and, right. And for my money, you're look, That's probably your one of your future Intercontinental Champions. Alistair Black. Yep. Okay. And, I'm okay and, with that. And the same thing goes for Ricochet. I think that's your one of your future U.S. champs. I would love to see Ricochet, Ricochet, Small Joe go at it right now. Hell yeah! Do it. I mean, right as we talk, let's do it. <laughs> Take over my TV and feed and, and put it on. Um, I like those moves. I do. I don't. First of all, by the way, uh, shakeups don't have trades. Drafts do. I just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Uh, I do like the, I do like the fact that Alexander Wolf got moved to NXT UK. I wonder if that was a situation where he wanted to be closer to home for him. Uh, that could be. But I mean, he's gonna work less of schedule now. Um, I just, I mean, you, it's very possible. But at the same time, it's like, how how willing is the company going to be to do that? I think it's important to, to know too that uh, you know Cesaro just just didn't get moved to to Raw. The bar is split up. Yeah, the bar is split the up. The bar is officially over with. Again, you had all that success with that tag team, and it's just like you know what? It's draft time. You guys are no longer a tag team. And uh, let's face it, probably one of the more stable tag teams in the entire company. You missed an opportunity because you could have done that on the show. Yeah, or, and then and then somebody. I mean, you could set up a match down the line, you know, yeah. and sh- let's say Sheamus turns on on Cesaro or something, or yeah. something like that nature. And it's like make a statement instead of you know. I'm a big IT guy. I, I went to school for IT, but I don't like the use of how we use technology. Let's just let's just announce it on on our website because like anybody fucking reads our fucking website, <laughs> uh, you know or. Or without any fucking warning, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to shake things up even more, even though we're supposed to be done shaking things up. Yeah. Uh, one one person uh, I also want to know, too, I have here as I'm reading. Uh, out of those NXT call-ups with the vignettes, uh, Nikki Cross still doesn't have a home, technically. <clears throat> uh, I just want to point that point that out. Like She's still, we don't know what the fuck's going on with her. <laughs> um, which is which is great. It's wonderful. You know, one of your best female talents, and you don't have anything for her. That's just absolutely great yeah. storytelling, there, guys. It speaks volumes about this company. Yeah, uh, something to wrestle with my ass. You know, you got you got nothing going on. You know, and I'm not gonna sit here and beat up on one guy. I'm beating up on all of them. You guys all fucking suck. Overall, nothing too, nothing too exciting here. I mean, there's some. I was excited. Or yeah, a little excited about the AJ Styles move, and then it quickly got like messed up for me because of the Finn Balor situation. But overall, that's my most exciting move right there is AJ Styles. I, I do like that Samoa Joe um, got moved to Raw only because they weren't doing shit with him on SmackDown. Not that they're going to do anything with him on Raw per se, but you know maybe maybe just a, a fresh set of eyes would be enough to you know hopefully let him do shit. Yeah, let him do. I shit. mean, he's fucking Samoa Joe, so. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? What What is your your takeaway of the the draft? Um, it's it's always interesting the moves that they make because let's face it, we're not in their heads and right. we never know for sure exactly why unless it gets leaked out. Right. 
as to why they move who they move and, and why they do it. Um, I think AJ Styles is more than capable of leading Raw. I also find it very um, convenient that this happens after Brock Lesnar decides to leave the company. Yeah. And uh, I think... I think it should be common knowledge at this point and common sense that he held that brand back. It wasn't just him holding the universal title hostage. He held that brand back because you're you have a guy who's supposed to be probably the biggest draw, whether I want it to be that way or not, for your brand and he decides to sit out a majority of the schedule because that's what he wants. And so, what does that do for employee morale? It 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 right. you know it's it's the fucking drizzling shit. Well, it's also what does it do for your viewership? And and yeah. I, and I want to bring that up because there's a certain uh, certain group of listeners of the show that like to argue with me on on ratings. <laughs> you know, again, I'm, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all prick here, but I, I'm going to sound like a know-it-all prick here. Ratings still count whether you cut the cable or not. It all gets it all gets counted whether you watch it on PlayStation View or Sling or things of that nature. It all gets counted. Yeah, Nielsen it, still counts all that. It still counts all that. So just because there's a lot of cord cutting doesn't mean that Raw is not being watched because of that. It's not being watched because it's fucking terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's it wasn't being watched because it didn't have a champion. It wasn't being watched because. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on from, from week in, week out. You can literally go back and do the research yourself, but that was a big deal with uh, with the WWE and Hulu because one, they wanted to move their their um, their main rosters, the programming associated with the rosters, to Hulu, even if it's aired the day after. The WWE was so concerned with getting the proper viewership numbers and being truthful right. with Nielsen um, because those their ad dollars tie directly into those ratings. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be able to get every ad dollar possible from every viewing possible. So you can't sit there and tell me, any of you WWE marks listening, that situation doesn't exist. Right. You can't sit there and tell me that it doesn't count if you're watching shit on Hulu. Right. No, it does. It yeah. does count. Everything counts. Everything counts. So, like, I how, mean, you don't have to like it, right. and you don't have to believe me, but that's fact. Well, how the fuck do you, do you think that this works? How the fuck do you think Netflix works? Like, you don't. Nobody's going to count what's getting watched. How do you how do you renew a new season or something if, if you don't know who's yeah. watching or not? And then at the very least, to 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 throw a monkey wrench into these people's logics, I'm sorry, but regardless of whether Nielsen is watching, you know, in the case of Netflix, we'll use Netflix for this example. Sure. Netflix is watching. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Hulu is watching whatever Hulu puts out. YouTube. YouTube there, there counts. Has, everybody has metrics. Yeah. Even if it's their own. Right. You, you know? YouTube will literally count how many views a yeah, video will get. down at the bottom of the Te- fucking... It tells you. <laughs> that's how... You ever heard the term gone viral? I mean, that's, that's how you go viral. Yeah. I mean... It, I don't want. I never understood that concept. So, Raw is not a shit show because people are cutting the cord. It's just. It's not. Yeah, that's not. It's a shit show because it's a shit show, 
It had no champion for months. Let's let's call it what it is. For years, with the exception of maybe a couple of months. It's like saying oranges are not tasteful because they don't go with peanut butter. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, it's it's everything is counting, and I don't I don't understand how you can sit there and call yourself intelligent when you don't even do something as common research. Look again, I'm not gonna sit there and sound like a fucking know it all, but if I don't know something, I look it up. And, and you know, come get your facts before you start coming at me about that shit. I mean, it's it, it, <laughs> it's fucking it's fucking bad again because it lacked a champion, it lacked good talent, it lacked good storytelling, it lacked all the above. That is the reason why Brock Lesnar didn't do as much for the company as as some of you guys think he did. He just didn't. He he didn't because you know here's the thing: something like WrestleMania, you think Brock Lesnar put those asses in those seats? You're fucking dumb. Yeah. You don't put asses in those seats. The fact that this is the 35th fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> Same thing with Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey didn't sell the fucking tickets. How many people are you are really gonna realistically gonna tell you? I'm only here to see Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> those tickets are fucking sold before the cards ever released. So you didn't even fucking know she was gonna be on the card. Right. So I was like, "Give me a fucking break," you know. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, that's that's uh, WWE drafts in a nutshell, 2019. Uh, I gotta get the bad taste out of my mouth and and pay some bills in the process. So we're gonna take Let's a quick break this. and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> This episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew is brought to you by me, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, the Macho Man wants to tell you all about his new favorite way to watch pro wrestling. Yeah, check out Fight TV. Yeah, where you can catch companies like GCW, Evolve. Yeah, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling. I remember those guys. Yeah, and even some of that international flavor. Macho can dig that. If wrestling ain't your thing, the Macho Man will put you in the cage for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. And after the madness is over, freak out, freak out. You can check out things like boxing, MMA, and even some of that Muay Thai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Visit 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash fight. That's F-I-T-E for those who can't spell like the Macho Man Randy Savage can. And find out how you can save some money in the process. Now that's something everyone can dig. Oh yeah, Macho Man out. Thanks for hanging in there with us folks. We are back doing episode 60 of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. Uh, As always, thank you for listening. Uh, whether you listen to one episode or 59 episodes. Yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, thanks for letting us pay bills, too. Hopefully you've enjoyed some of the services we've brought you in the past. Um, I know Macho Man appreciates it. Appreciates it. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. <laughs> the beauties of being sick. Yeah, you lose right. your voice and then you become Macho Man. <laughs> Because before I became Macho Man Randy Savage, I was Macho Man Randy, Randy Sampson. Randy Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
As always, we have wrestling on in the background. Earlier, we were watching uh, something different. Now, we are watching Ring of Honor Masters of the Craft 2019. And uh, currently in the ring, we are seeing a fatal four-way of uh, Caristico, Flip Gordon, Bandito, and PJ Black. And uh, the reason we're bringing all this up is because in a few days' time now... You're going to have these four guys in a tag team match at the fourth ever Jim Crockett Cup. Um, this is the first time it's been being held since 1988. So you want to talk about bringing back, uh, you know, yeah. like like digging deep into the to the booking bag and bringing something back. I mean, right. holy shit. What does, um, that, what does that mean for for an NWA fan like yourself to, to see this back? Because you know, for me, I I know what the Crockett Cup is. I've I've seen past matches from it, the tournament, but I wasn't alive when it when it came about. So, <laughs> uh, and I'm not taking any shots here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. I, I'm just in, in general, though. You know, for some, because there's a difference between being a historian and actually living it. Yeah, no, in, you're you know right. what I mean. You're and right. and uh, you know, what is it like to, to have something brought back like this? It's all—it's always, for me, me personally, it's always bittersweet because you're—I mean, let's be realistic about it. You're not going to get the exact same thing. No, uh, you right. know, you don't—you no longer have that roster. You no longer have that momentum. I mean, let's face it, NWA's back, but it's back in, um, in such a manner where there's still a very small promotion. Yeah, you know. Uh, one of the, the oldest, but one of the smallest. One of the smallest. There's a lot of people out there who have uh, issues with the way they do things these days, but I think they're just doing it smart. Yeah. You know, it's it's. there's a lot of competition out there, and uh, they just they don't have the working capital that these other guys do. And to, do, to accomplish what they've accomplished with the little that they have, I'm very proud of so far. Right. And, and, I'll, and I'll get off of my... My NWA no, fandom here for no, a second. yeah, but no uh, but uh, when the Crockett Cup got announced for this this year, this go around, it was uh, done at the 70th anniversary show. Yeah, by the way, last year, uh, I I really got excited um, because it isn't just for me. It's not just because of who they're in business with. Right, there's so much potential for like dream tag team matches. Right. and uh, so far, and we're gonna run down the card because it's a small card, but. It's it's already really fucking interesting to me, and and I'm I'm loving where they're gonna where where they're going with this, and um, I think it'll make for a pretty interesting card. Right. So, uh, it's gonna emanate from North Carolina, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Cabarrus uh, uh, Arena, yeah. if I'm saying that correctly, in Concord, North Carolina. Concord, North Carolina. So uh, definitely NWA territory traditionally. This is a, a co-promoted show with uh, Ring of Honor and uh, CMLL, so you have uh, you have three promotions working with each other to bring you this um, this event, and um, so you've got you've got the actual Crockett Cup, and it's a tag team tournament for those of you who don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I want it to be fucking great. Right. I, I'm just I'm just not sure. And and I'm gonna tell you why here in a second. <laughs> okay. So you have the Briscoe brothers representing Ring of Honor 
taking on the legendary, representing NWA, mind you, the legendary <laughs> Rock and Roll Express in Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Right. So the original two members. I'm excited because I don't think a lot of people understand that the Rock and Roll Express can still go. Yeah. They can. They can. Uh, regardless of uh, Robert's wonky eye and Ricky Morton's massive amounts of child support, <laughs> they can still go. Uh, my concern here is that they're going to be facing the Briscoe brothers. And uh, let's face it, they are way younger, way hungrier. And if this is going to be a squash match, it's going to be really fucking entertaining because the Briscoes are out for blood. They want they want this fucking tournament. They want to they own that cup. Yep. And they're not going to let the Rock and Roll Express stop them. And uh, I, I really do feel sorry for the Rock and Roll Express at this point because... Uh, I, I quite honestly, I I don't know uh, I don't know how long they're gonna last in the match, regardless of uh, any any uh, tricks they try to pull out of their their proverbial sleeves. There's a reason why the Briscoes. There's multiple reasons why the Briscoes have stayed in Ring of Honor their entire career. One, I'm sure they love being there, you know, and, and it's beneficial for them. But two, not many places are going to want. As good, big of a draw they are, there's something about them boys, if, if you will, that's different from other tag team. I don't care how you feel about pro wrestling, and maybe I sound like I'm going overboard, but this is a tag team that is not satisfied with just winning a match. They want to beat your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's what they do. That, that is what they've been known to do. Um, they are well-respected. But they're not very well liked, and that there's a good reason for that. Do they have respect for a team like the Rock and Roll Express? I would imagine so. Of course they do. But they're not going to hold any punches. No. They're not going to take it easy on the old-timers. And as rugged as, as Rock and Roll Express may still be, I just don't see this being a, uh, a fair match for them. I don't see the Rock and Roll Express winning this at all, by the way, even if, even if they were in better shape. Uh, as far as to go against the Briscoes, I think this is more of a nostalgia move here. Yeah, yeah, which sure. which, which I'm I'm not opposed to, um, but it is interesting that they gave them this team, the Briscoes. Yeah. Out of all the teams that, that you could have fed them, it was the Briscoes, the guys that are probably going to make them feel the most pain <laughs> out of all the teams. So it's interesting start. It's an interesting uh, first round match for sure. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's your, it's the first time ever, and probably only time ever. Yeah, so, probably only time you know, ever. Enjoy it. Enjoy um, it. I, I also take it back. This is actually a a co promoted show with four companies because I completely forgot about the our next team uh, representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yuji Nagata and Satoshi Kojima are going to be taking on Villain Enterprises, which consists of Brody King and our favorite PCO. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's not real. <laughs> he's not real. They uh, Villain Enterprises won the right to this spot in the tournament during the um, the tag team tournament ROH held. Okay, so it was a three day event, and uh, that's who won it. Um, Are you surprised 
as far as New Japan goes, they, they, they give you one team. And it's Satoshi Kojima and Yuji Nagata. Are you surprised that those are the guys? I am. I, I am surprised. I thought there, there would have been something uh, with a little more substance. Yeah, I, I say that you know, with no disrespect, but you know, this is definitely an older tag team. Yeah, it's an older tag team, and and again, maybe maybe this they're going the nostalgia route, but mm. yeah, I I would have hoped for something a little a little better, yeah, a little more current. And, and again, <laughs> I don't I don't mean to be disrespectful. Those guys are legends. There's no doubt about it. But it's it, to me, it's the same kind of concept as the Rock and Roll Express. It's hopefully we get to see. Uh, uh, there's 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 one X factor here. Okay, and it's the. Um, it's the next match. You have the War Kings, Crimson and Jax Dane, representing the NWA, taking on the winner of the Wild Card Battle Royal. So you're going to have a battle royal of tag teams. So hopefully we get to see like maybe some young lions involved, you know, and things like that. So that's my hope uh, with this uh, the battle royal aspect of this for that final spot in the tournament. Is that we do get to see maybe some young lions, right, or, or maybe some uh, just younger talent in general from both from NWA. I mean, don't get me wrong, the War Kings are, are young, comparable to the Rock and Roll Express, but right, um, just uh, a different, a refreshed set of talent for this this Crockett Cup. I mean, yeah. let's face it, that's that's kind of the uh, one of the main reasons they're even doing the this. So, right, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they have to offer. Um, I would like to see too, maybe some you know cross branded tag yeah, teams. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, again, there's a lot of potential here. Uh, there's there's one other match that's already booked for the tournament um, so far, and that is Flip Gordon and Bandito taking on Guerrero Maya Jr. and Stuka Jr. Uh, both from CMLL. Right. So. I had it wrong earlier. I said, because we're watching Ring of Honor Masters of the Craft, right. obviously. Um, again, if you're interested in Ring of Honor's Honor Club, you can do that through, through Fight TV, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash fight. That's F-I-T-E. Uh, and get your subscription. Again, uh, for new users through us, remember, just change your email. And, yeah. And, and start as a brand new user. We're going to give you $15 of credit on us. Absolutely. Over at Fight TV to watch whatever you want. Uh, I'm just curious. We're watching Masters of the Craft. Um, Kenny King's apparently blind now? Yeah, apparently I don't Kenny King here. is blind. He's come out with the cane and the dark glasses and the whole nine, and he I guess he's doing commentary. He's doing commentary. You don't, I mean, you don't have to see you do commentary. I, just, I don't get it anything else. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess you should be able to see you do commentary, see the match, but uh, I don't know. I, I love what Kenny King's been doing. I, I haven't uh, watched the weekly shows in the past couple months. So that's probably why I'm not certain of what's happening. Yeah, right? I have no idea what's going on. But uh, at any rate, that the last match we talked about, um, or yeah, you brought up, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about Bandito and Flip Gordon as a tag team. Yeah, well, I had just remarked, you know, we're watching Ring of Honor Masters of the Craft, right. and I said it was supposed to be, I thought it was going right, to be right, right, right. Flip Gordon and Bandito against PJ Black and Caristico. Right. But uh, I was wrong. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Flip... I forgive you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Flip Gordon and Bandito as a tag team, uh, again, one of those dream dream lineups to, yeah. to look forward to. I'm really looking forward to it. 
Especially after the, the match we just saw. That was great. That fucking slingshot suplex that Bandito's got is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, all um, one move. All one, one move. move. That's, that's, that's fucking insane. crazy. And then throwing Flip Gordon, who, I, you know, so many of us know who Flip Gordon is. On top of the fact that, you know, he's put on so much weight muscle-wise. Yeah, I was telling Matt, it's probably a good 20 pounds of muscle mass. I mean, he looks phenomenal. Yeah. Um, not that he looked bad before, but anyways, uh, absolutely great tag team there. Uh, going up against the guy from CMLL. I'm not too familiar with their work. Uh, neither have I. I, I'm, I. I haven't watched CMLL since their anniversary show late last year. I, I do remember Stuka Jr. from uh, the 2018 Fantastic Mania, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he was part of that tour. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I, I enjoy their work, too. But he, same here. CMLL, it's, it's hard to keep up with them because... For those who don't know, they they put on a lot of fucking shows. They put on a lot of shows, and then like you, if you have the uh, Pluto TV app, which yeah. is free, you can right. you can download or whatever. They have their own channel on there. Yeah, but uh, I haven't watched enough to let you know whether it's current or not. Right. They're, but it is non like they have their literally their own channel. Uh, Soda. They also have a. a, a a TNA channel, which is all old TNA. Right. So you have. They're just constantly streaming, just show after show after show after show, and uh, it's really hard to keep up with. You know, yeah. it's great for watching wrestling, but yeah. if you're trying to keep tra- track of names and dates and shit, you're like, what the fuck? I do know a lot of their their, their shows, Chimalau, is, is aired free on YouTube, on their YouTube channel. Uh, uh, yes, yes. So you can definitely check it out there, but again, there's a lot of shows, and there's just a lot of wrestling to watch to begin with, so uh, nothing against Chimalau. I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um... Do you have a, Do you have a favorite? Do you have Do you have a pick of who's going to take the Crockett Cup? Um, no, I don't. I really don't, and um, I really do hope, uh, just as you yourself does, um, if hopefully we get to see a co-branded tag team in there somewhere in the right. mix. For me, that would be probably the meat of it all. Is if a co-branded yeah. tag team won the tournament. Yeah. Um, whether or not that'll happen, we'll see. Uh, let's let's be honest here. Uh, although there are four companies representing this event, it is an NWA show. So I wouldn't be surprised to see an NWA tag team win the cup. Right. Absolutely. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and that'll that those are all the matches announced for your first first round. Um, in the Crockett Cup, everything else is obviously to be decided and has to be played out at the, the event. Uh, the other matches are all singles matches, minus the Tag Team Battle Royal, obviously. But you have uh, you have three other matches. You have the NWA Women's Championship. Um, there's a discrepancy. So, earlier you and I were looking at it, and Jazz was booked as NWA Women's Championship, she must have lost it because according to Wikipedia, the match is Allison Cave versus Santana Garrett. So Jazz must have lost the title. So this is this is actually, as of this recording, um, the previous day. This is, yeah. this is how recent this is. As, uh, news broke out here. Jazz relinquished the title due to two reasons, uh, unknown, but they're medical and personal reasons. Oh. 
God. So she had, I was telling Max. 948 day range. Thank you for looking that up, yes. It was, I, I knew it was in the 900 range. I didn't know how many exactly, but uh, congratulations, Jazz. Uh, it's I, unfortunate she has to jump the title that way. Yeah, really hopefully is. all is well. Uh, whatever's going on with it, get better. Um, and for those of you who don't know who Jazz is, Jazz is from ECW. That yeah. Jazz. Yes. Yeah, so. I love that you said ECW. I, I mean, not WWE. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that Jazz. The uh, man. What a. And she's still. She's like. She's like. Uh, she's like Ron Killings. Like, yeah. Like she doesn't age. It's. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. She still looks the same. She's shredded as can be. <laughs> Physically, we talk about people like the Briscoes. Jazz is, a, I think that's the reason why she didn't make it on, on the bigger levels because she's just too physical for a lot of what they want to do. Yeah, that that is for sure. Uh, I remember uh, when when they brought her into WWE as part of the ECW brand. Uh, there was there was a lot of that, and let's let's be honest. Their women's roster back then was completely less physical I mean, than they are now. I and, would have loved it, yeah. And to have her there, she stuck out like a sore thumb. She Absolutely. Was, essentially, she was on the level of China, more or less. Well, because, you know, two reasons. There's that, and, and the fact that that roster at that time was about pretty faces. Right. And, and, and most people, you know, I'm not judging, but most people would, would say that Jazz is in the pretty face. She's she's not conventionally beautiful. She's uh, she's rugged, and, and I think that's kind of her point. She's, you know, and, but anyways, um, there's definitely some fancy bookings I would love for Jazz with today's roster in WWE. Oh, Jesus, yes. Um, you know, Jazz versus The Man, for example, that would be, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, the title's vacant. Allison K was set to to challenge for that title. She's still in the match, but she's now wrestling Santana Garrett for the vacant NWA Women's Championship. Um, Santana Garrett for me is somebody that it's always like she's a uh, she's always the uh, the bridesmaid, never, the, never bride. the bride. Yeah, <laughs> she's a great talent. She's a, she's an excellent Absolutely. talent. Uh, Allison K, uh, she's she's definitely got a mean streak of her own. I, I respect the hell out of her. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about this match though. I I, I so as, as disappointed as I am to see Jazz removed uh, for the reasons, especially for the reasons that she was removed for. Um, I think this is still a good. Uh, I don't want to call it a supplemental match, but in a way, it, it kind of is. Um, but still, it's for the title. Winner's going to be an NWA Women's Champion. History will be made. History will be made, and uh, we're going to have a new champion. And. Uh, yeah, I, I I've seen I've seen this particular match before. It, it will not disappoint you guys. Trust me, uh, you're definitely gonna want to check this one out. Nice. Uh, also on the card, you have the NWA National Chan- Championship up for grabs. I can't talk. <laughs> uh, Cole Cabana challenging the current champion Willie Mack for that NWA National Championship. Probably one of the ugliest belts. Yeah, it's it's bad in in professional wrestling. I don't know why they chose that version, other than nostalgia. But <laughs> yeah. it is gross. Yeah. Um, Willie Mack, on the other hand, is not gross. Oh man, Willie Mack, I've I I got tuned into Willie Mack uh, during my time. I still watch it. Uh, Champion Wrestling from Hollywood. From Hollywood, right? Yeah. And I saw Willie Mack, and I was like, okay, you know, he's he's got a pretty cool gimmick and everything like that, and. I saw him go, and I was like, "Man, this dude, this dude's something <laughs> special." You know, you know, what he reminded me of was 
a sl- like a more technical, slower paced sound Samoa Joe. Yeah, because yeah. he's got the build of a Samoa Joe. He does he's, have he, the build of Samoa he's Joe. He's a bigger boy, but he's man, he's such a mat technician, and he's got stamina for days he too. Does. For a guy he, he his size, so it, it it is absolutely amazing. I I love his work. I love that he is uh, getting recognition in, in so many different uh, uh, promotions out there, including the NWA. Am I mistaken in saying uh, that you can catch championship wrestling from Hollywood on Fight TV? You catch it every Sunday night on Fight TV. Sweet. So there you go. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, cool little promotion. Yep. Uh, you do get to see guys like Willie Mack in there. They, they definitely have their own little interesting roster. They are they are a good breeding source. you got to remember, I love the West Coast. I love Southern California. They that area is a great breeding ground of new talent. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, you know, check out PCW Ultra, check out uh PWG Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I mean that's that's the company that brought up the Young Bucks, for example, yeah. PWG. Uh Championship Wrestling from Hollywood gave us guys like Willie Mack, gave us guys like Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. You know, uh um as well as other guys that are down there that have, have come and gone. You know, it's a good like breeding ground for for up and coming talent. So yeah, I, I would highly recommend checking it out every Sunday night. It's free. Yeah, it's free. It's you don't have free. To, you don't, you have, don't to pay. have to pay. So um, that's twenty x twenty crew dot com slash podcast slash fight f i t e. Again, change. Get a new email. Get a brand new email. Get a ten minute email. Yeah. those things still exist. Sign up. Do what as you got to do. Sign up as a new user. Get yourself fifteen dollars of free credit on us, and then watch free shit while you're at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not only do you get that, but you get Champs Wrestling from Arizona. You get yeah, that's also free. You know, Reality of Wrestling, Booker T's promotion on there, which is a really good, really good promotion, promotion, really man, good promotion. Yeah. And then you also get Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor TV every every Monday. Yep, absolutely free, no charge. Uh, you can use your fifteen dollars for other wrestling. Yeah. Um, which so, there's plenty of. Yeah, there's plenty of. So Willie Mack, he's defending that title against Colt Cabana. Now, before we went on air and we decided we were going to cover this, uh, immediately you were like, I wish they would have given the match the challenging to someone else other than Colt Cabana. And I agree. Uh, I think, unfortunately, because Colt has done so much for NWA, yeah, I think that's why he gets this match. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it would have been nice. It would have yeah. been nice to lay off the nostalgia a little bit with this one and, yeah, I agree. and go go different. You got to remember too. Uh, for those of you who need a little more uh, reference of William Mack, he is also on Lucha Underground. Yeah, he's you the know? Mack in, in Lucha Underground. He's currently on Impact Wrestling as well, and he's on Impact Wrestling. So there's plenty of stuff for you to 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 seek out in the way of William Mack and. Um, he's just a really versatile guy, a, a, a big guy at that. Mm. So, um, not that I'm, I'm not saying Cabana is not capable of wrestling this match. I just think it would have been a little more exciting to see someone else. I just feel like Cabana's past his prime, uh, clearly. And uh, with Cabana, my problem, my problem has always been, who are you going to get? Because I've seen Cabana put on clinics. I've seen him go. I've seen him be hardcore. I've seen him put on great wrestling matches, but I, a lot of times I've seen him dance around like a fucking idiot. And it's like that's which... that's always been the issue for me with Cole Cabana. Yeah, and, and you know I, I've I've seen him at his, in his prime at Ring of Honor. You know I was there for his farewell match in Ring of Honor. Yeah, 
And you're right. You don't know which version of Cole Cabana you're going to get. And there are definitely f- different versions that, are, that I favor more than others. And um, for me, I think there's someone they could have given it to. And there's a plethora of guys out yeah. there that they could have given this opportunity to. I, I, I will say this. Cole Cabana is a guy that loves and respects wrestling. In my in my gut, I feel like Cole is gonna take it seriously, and he's gonna give Willie Mack the match, best match he can. With that being said, that's where I feel the age affects it because I don't think he can. He was the right guy in the sense of giving the best possible match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to the main event, I I just want to point something out here. Again, we're watching Masters of the Craft, Ring of Honor from earlier in April. I've never seen this before. A tag team Iron Man match. I was gonna say it's it's probably been a really long time for myself. I, they do exist. Okay. Um, it's not uh, definitely not a run of the mill match. And uh, in in this case, you have uh, Mark Haskins and Tracy Hot Sauce Williams representing uh, Lifeblood for Ring of Honor, taking on the Octopus himself, Jonathan Gresham, and the former Ring of Honor World Champion in Jay Lethal. And it is a 30-minute Iron Man tag match. That's intriguing. I, 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 <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that never happened. I just, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen this, this concept before. It's pretty cool. But um, moving right along to the main event. Sure. Because he was, he was there, too, for the commentary earlier in the show for Masters of the Craft. Uh, he's been popping in around Ring of Honor for this match. Uh, we have the NWA... World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Ten pounds of gold. Nick Aldis defends against the villain Marty Skrull. What is your take on on this match? And who? What's your take? And who walks out North Carolina as World Heavyweight Champion? I think because of the current climate that is professional wrestling, and and the way things have gone down with the you know, the the beginning of AEW and, yeah. uh, you know, people snatching up talent left and right as <sighs> exclusives. It's been and, insane. And it's been, been, insane it's, been a, it's been a crazy run um, for talent rating. Uh, we all know Marty Skrull is looking forward to ending his Ring of Honor contract in September-ish so that he can go join his, his brethren in AEW. And, and rightfully so, I don't blame him. Right. Um... What, what I do blame Marty for is kind of giving us lackluster performances the past month or so. Um, I get it, man. If you're not happy, that's great. Or you're tired of what you're doing, that's great. I understand you miss the guys, that's great. But you have, you have legally con- and contractually obligated yourself to Ring of Honor. Don't piss on the deal. Yeah. You're... you're capable of so much more and that that's my that's my gripe with Marty Skrull uh quite honestly I don't see them giving him the NWA world's title so that he can even if it's for a fucking week Mm -hmm. I don't see them doing that I don't see them giving it to him at all I think this is just another win for Nick Aldis because let's face it they don't want that belt going anywhere it doesn't necessarily have to be right you know not, not that uh, he would keep it that long anyway, but still. Um, 
I, I don't necessarily think they're still okay with it taking extended time on Ring of Honor television. Yeah. So I really do think Nick all this is, is going to take it. I think to add to your point, because I, I agree with everything you just said, uh, and it's, and not that I, I'm I'm it's unfortunate I agree with you for the sake of just for the sake of agreeing with you, but for the sake of the fact that this should be a bigger match, this should be a bigger deal. It should. And I I don't think we're the only ones that feel this way about it. I I feel that Marty Scurll has essentially uh, burned some bridges with wrestling fans out there, and I, and I've talked spoken to quite quite a few of them. Um, they're not, we're not the only ones that that noticed. The lackluster performances, you know. Case in point, you look at the G1 Supercard. I'm not saying he didn't go out there and, and have a decent match, but when it all came down to it, I could have easily just put an eraser over Marty Skrull and had Matt Taven and Jay Lethal in that ladder match, and been more than fine. Yeah, that they would have put on a fucking clinic, and that's saying something because it's like you're you're just an irrelevant piece to to, to the puzzle here. Mainly because you don't want to be there, <laughs> and that and again, like this is this is the thing that I hate about the. Uh, you see this in, in in other sports and guys just you know they're having a, a bitch fit about their contract and they just fucking tank it, and here you are being put in a, in a situation the NWA World Heavyweight Championship a title that goes back over over a century, and you are are essentially saying, I don't care. I don't care because I want to be somewhere else. And unfortunately, Billy Corgan and the entire NWA are in a situation where, well, we're stuck with this match. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like it's it, it's bump, it's promoted as heavily as it should be. I mean, this is not the same situation as Nick Aldis versus Cody at All In. No. Or, or, or at the 70th anniversary show. It doesn't have that same feel. No. You know, to me... This seems like a very easy title defense for Nick Aldis as far as the uh, kayfabe who's going to win. Right. And, 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 and yeah, it, just, it doesn't add... When you know... We talked about this on the show. We talked this during the Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar match. Not that we were excited about that match in particular, but when you know the results going in, I care even less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, wrestling is, is predetermined. I don't want to know what's going to happen. As, as you know, same thing as you don't want to go into a anything. You know, you don't watch a football game and say, "Hey, you know, the Giants are going to win this game by thirty, you know, or whatever by three points." We'll call it that. And it's like, well, you just ruined it for me. Like, you know, it's. I mean, cool. I'm glad they're going to win, but I want to see it happen live. I want to see it happen for me. You know, same thing with, with this. It it feels very much like Nick Aldis is easily going to walk away as world heavyweight champion. And if I'm wrong, if we're wrong, I would be absolutely shocked. Yeah. That they would take a risk on Marty Skrull because I don't think he's going to add prestige to that title. I don't I don't think so either. Um someone who would would be Jay Lethal. Um and and that was that when I first heard about this show, I immediately thought of Jay Lethal regardless of whether he had the Ring of Honor world title or not. Um but Lethal has his own uh, issues with um, Ring of Honor and heavyweight titles at the moment. Uh, If you're not familiar, Ring of Honor had promised Jay Lethal to the IPWA, which is the Israeli Professional Wrestling Association, 
for a supercar they're trying to have coming up here. I believe it's sometime in May. Uh, and he was supposed to defend the Ring of Honor world title in Israel for the first time ever against right. David Starr. Now, David Starr had come out and got on social media and kind of gave the business to Sinclair Media, which owns Ring of Honor. And because of what he said, and he took it down immediately because he was told to, but because of the comments that he said, uh, essentially Ring of Honor's backing out of of the deal. Okay. And uh, so now David Starr has even more problems with Ring of Honor because he's like, why don't you take the word honor out of your name since since you're pulling bullshit? Interesting. Uh, yeah, so... Um, By the way, David Starr is, is uh, for those who don't know, he's your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. <laughs> so, I love that guy. I, I fucking love his, his, his in-ring work. Uh, kudos to the guys over at IPWA for trying to get stuff um, going out there. Um, absolutely, yeah. And and what you're they're absolutely right. What what a hell of a way to start things off. Um, but now I, I don't know what's going to become of that main event. I don't know who David Starr is going to face. I doubt there's going to be a title involved. But um, it's a shame. I know it's definitely not going to be Matt Taven because Matt Taven's name was brought up because he's now current Ring of Honor champ. Right. Um, but that apparently is also a no go. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to become of that card. Uh, I know the promoter has already stated that. He can't really do much in the way of bringing different talent out because uh, a majority of the money from the gate is going to make a wish. Um, so okay, um, he's kind of in a bind. So we'll we'll see what transpires in the next month or so. But um, because of all this, I I really don't think Ring of Honor is kind of hell bent on giving any promotion. Any other top guys anytime soon, in minus situ- this one. In, minus this one in situations like this. So, I don't know. I hope Marty gets his shit together and we get an actual decent uh, professional wrestling match between him and Nick Aldis. At this point, that's that's all I care about. You know, entertain me, entertain me, because I will be watching the show. Uh, you can catch his show live uh, as of. This episode airing tomorrow, April twenty April twenty seventh. That's a Saturday night. Uh, you can catch it on Fight TV. Again, go to twenty x twenty crew dot com slash podcast slash fight. And for the love of God, don't pay full price. Get a brand new email if you if you already signed up, and we'll give you fifteen dollars worth of credits to put towards this show, and uh, save some money and watch some good wrestling in the process. Absolutely. Crockett Cup, first one in, in over 20 years. Oh, so, sorry, 30 years. 30 I apologize, years, first yeah. one in over 30 years. <laughs> so uh, this thing's been, I've been, I've, I've, this is my first time I've ever seen it live. Nice. So that's pretty, that's pretty as a wrestling fan that, that I am, I, that, that's a big deal for me too. So get over there, Fight TV, uh, through, through our website. Again, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash F-I-T-E. All the information you need is on that page. And, uh, again, watch some good wrestling, save some money, never pay full price when you're dealing with the 20 by 20 ring crew. <laughs> um, you know what? That's going to do it for us for this episode. Um, we hope you enjoy some, some NWA and some Ring of Honor. 
And uh, professional wrestling in general, always support professional wrestling. Absolutely. Remember really quick, uh, our one of our new sponsors, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash brown paper tickets, all one word. Um, you'll be able to find uh, a lot of indie show tickets for face value or less through brown paper tickets and we're uh we're really proud to have them as a sponsor go catch yourself some some awesome indie shows in your area right um super huge important thanks again guys over at brown paper tickets 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash brown paper tickets um of course we're also available on social media facebook.com slash 20x20crew is our main facebook page again come and talk to us on facebook Facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. We are available on Twitter. Hate tweet us at twitter.com slash 20x20crew. We are also available on Instagram over at instagram.com slash 20x20crew. We also have uh, our own YouTube channel. Go ahead and hit, hit that little bell and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you will find... Our YouTube exclusive content in the following contest where Matt and I book fantasy bookings for all types of wrestlers uh, decades apart. Um, It's it's really interesting and fascinating shit if you ask me. (laughs) But uh, you can do that over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube. And then of course, um, email us. Email us over at 20x20crew at gmail.com for the time being. Uh, with your questions, comments, concerns, uh, fantasy bookings, where I, I always love to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, and just feedback in general, whether you love the episode, hate the episode, come on, just let us know. Uh, and then, of course, our home on the web is 20x20crew.com, where you'll find all of our information, all of our sponsors, all of our deals, all of our past episodes, and the like. So, until then... Uh, until next time. Yeah. We will see you in the ring. ring.